Hello, Arirang Radio listeners. I'm K-pop and host Isak, and you're listening to Insider. We've got TV personality, the fabulous Chris Johnson in the studio. Hi there. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Could you please introduce yourself to our listeners? You did a lovely job. <laughs> My name is Chris. Chris Johnson. Chris with a K. Yeah, Chris with a K. Many people use a C-H. I use a K. Mm-hmm. I'm from the United States. What part? I'm from the West Coast. Okay. California. Okay, what part? The Bay Area. Ooh, you're from the Bay Area? Uh, you know the Bay Area? Yeah, I'm from Southern California. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, a yeah. fellow Californian. Yeah, it's not very often you see a lot of California people in Korea. Yeah, I'm from NorCal. Yeah. So, SoCal, we have a rivalry. Exactly. The, our basketball teams do not get along. <laughs> yeah, nor do our people. Well, we get along <laughs> we most get along, of the time. Mostly. But it's like two different countries almost. <laughs> two different worlds. <laughs> very. Anyway. The weather's different. Everything's different. The weather's better in NorCal. No, it is. I have to agree with that. You agree? I agree. I'm from San Jose. (gasps) You're from a pretty part of NorCal. Ah, it is, huh? Ah. There's not much to do, but it's nice, pleasant. Yeah. Lots of companies. Yeah. And also the beaches there are amazing. Like the cliffs part of... Santa Cruz. Yeah, that area. We do have good beaches. Yes. Yes, better than SoCal beaches. No, I have... (laughs) No, I agree. No, see, this is the thing. I agree. I agree. We got just like nothing in except like carnivals and stuff like that in SoCal (laughs) or like some good like California style Mexican food. That's about it. Uh, I I was going to have a battle NorCal SoCal. It's not going to (laughs) work. You just gave up. I gave up. Okay. And also, I've been living in Korea too long. I can't really stand up for Southern California anymore. Oh, How long have you been here? I've um, been here 10 years, by the way. Long time. Uh, I came here in 99. Wow. Yeah. Okay, you killed me. <laughs> You're like Hancham Sunday name here. <laughs> All right, Chris, the reason why we have you here on this very special day is because it is the last day of our long weekend in Chuseok. But, um, I mean... I feel that especially when it comes to like uh, Korean holidays and whatnot, even though and I feel as a foreigner, um, even though it's not necessarily something that you grew up celebrating for some reason, like the holidays, if you don't have a family, just because everybody's in that holiday buzz, Mm -hmm. you do kind of get lonely, but you also learn about new things as well. Totally. So what has Chuseok been for you as like a foreigner living in Korea? At first, it was just all brand new. Okay. So everything from the long holiday Mm -hmm. with family. Mm -hmm. So my family, I'm married here in Korea to a Korean lady. Okay. And she's from the the big house, the (gasps) Kunjip. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. The big house. The big house. Big house sounds good in English, but Kunjip does not sound so great to to some people right. in Korean. If they, and that's why I said, oh, no, it's because there's a lot of responsibilities yeah. with coming from that part of the family. So my wife's father, um, my father-in-law, is the eldest son in his family, which means I learned that everybody gets together at her parents' house every single holiday, no matter what. Right. And her mom would cook all the food, no matter what. Right. And this was very new to me. Of course, it was comfortable because I just ate at first. But uh, nowadays, things are a little different. Okay. I would say things are changing. Okay. So even before Corona, Uh the culture was changing a little bit. They were being more flexible. Right. Some of the relatives were pitching in and trying to help out with the cooking. Right, 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 right. But uh, that 
tradition was a surprise for me. Okay. And uh, everything about Chusaku is just new. Right. I love cooking. I love the food. I'm a big food person. Okay. So I, Chusaku is all about buchimge, jeon, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and we make the best buchimge at our house. There we go. Yeah, we had the well, pilgo pilgo posot mm-hmm. with the it's guan, what is it in English guanja mm-hmm. stuffed mushrooms right. stuffed with meat right. deep fried in oil right. We had these uh, gainip uh-huh. stuffed with meat okay those sesame leaves perilla leaves right perilla leaves stuffed with meat. So we love cooking buchimge. Even this year, we didn't have practically no relatives came over because of the situation, but we were cooking just ourselves. Chusak is is not the same without the the buchimge. So right, yeah, ton and buchimge, everything has to go. Can you smell that oil on me? I, I was cooking a lot. No, it, it and it it's the best smell ever. I think if anybody kind of relates certain smells to like the holidays for like Thanksgiving or Christmas, I think that all Koreans will know like the oil smell. Yeah, it's that <laughs> it's a mix between oil and sesame oil, and you know the smell of braised. Um, Ribs, which is kalbitzim and stuff like that. Yeah, it just there's a like this sweet smell, like that soy sauce smell. Yeah. yeah, it seems that it's all over. It's just food, 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 food. I love food. So, are, do you start to pitch in as well when it comes to making food? Because I know that you know Korea has always been very like only the women prepare. But I've lo- learned over the years that depending on what type of family you are a part of. A lot of the guys do a lot of the preparation too. So over the years, have you kind of jumped on to help out a little bit in the kitchen? At first, I was totally like, oh, up for it. Okay, Mm. let's help out. Mm -hmm. I didn't know my family, my wife's family was very conservative. Ah. And they don't want the men in the kitchen. Oh, I was eager to help out and try something new and cook some new food. And my mother-in-law took advantage of that. Uh-huh. She was like, Chris, do this. Chris, let's go <laughs> shopping. Chris, Ooh, help me. Okay. Chris, cook the jun. Okay. Chris, you were the jun damdangja. Okay. So I was I was really happy about that. Okay. And then from some of the other relatives, uh-huh. they said, hey, Chris, you're not supposed to go in the kitchen. Get out of the kitchen. What are you doing? And of course, it, things are changing a little bit now, but that was my original experience. Right. At first I was doing it, but then they're like, no, you're not supposed to. It was like, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Kind of stuck in the middle somewhere, somehow. I, it's fun. I want to try out. What are you talking about, Chris? Exactly. So you said the big house or the kunzip is where you've done. So you've actually yeah. done the whole teha, taresang. You did all that as well, right? Yeah, when I first came, we had the the charisang mm-hmm. every year. Okay. And we had our wonderful fruits, our meats, our our seafood up there. Wow. N- nowadays, it's more. Uh, many people have become Christian, uh-huh. so it's just kind of a, a little ceremony with a prayer. Okay. But we still have the same foods. Okay. On the table. Okay. Yeah, the charisang is also a very difficult, laborious kind of process. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel that that would be a lot to chew off, especially as a foreigner. Because, I mean, for me, growing up in the States, even though my mom's side of the family is Korean, we never really did too much until my grandfather passed away. Uh-huh. Um, but once he did, like the first few years, they really went at it. Like it was like windows and doors open. Everything went all over. It was like literally the full table. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, like you said, like over the years, you kind of get really laid back. Yeah. With the ceremony. Relaxed. Right. Yeah. I, my... 
in-laws are all from Jolanamdo, mm-hmm. Hampyeong, mm-hmm. which is famous for hongo. Mm-hmm. What, what do you call it in English? Hongo. It's fermented stingray, if I remember yeah, right. Yeah, well, sometimes they call it skate or right. stingray. Anyways, it's the very fermented, the very sakin hongo. From Huksando, it's a famous island on the what southwest coast of Korea, which is famous for this kind of fish, and right. you can smell it before it even comes in the door. And that is something that does not uh, is not missing from the chare song, oh, wow. the table where wow. we used to worship or honor our our ancestors. You literally got like if you were to have a Korean like test run or like a trial of its culture, I think like. Your wife's family kind of gave you the deepest, most extreme experience. I got the Sparta version. Right? Sparta <laughs> training. Because I'll be honest, like, homo is something that I tried in Korea very later on after mm-hmm. coming. And I was at a restaurant. And even that restaurant version was intense. But oh. if you're getting it at home. The most intense version. It's the most intense version. The purest. Yes. And the, some people enjoy that plain I prefer it with samap. Yes, right, right. Oh, so you can eat it. I can eat it. Yeah, it's not my favorite for sure, but I can eat it. Much, it's much better with samap with the meat and, and kimchi. kimchi and the stinky fish, uh-huh. the three combined. Right. But I can eat it plain just with chojang. Chojang 찍어서 먹기도 하고. You're more Korean than I am. That is intense. Okay, so with the holidays rolling around, uh, for most of us, and especially since you're from North Cal and stuff like that, you know, as soon as uh, Chuseok is over for everybody, in Korea, we're pretty chill. I mean, um, Christmas is uh, a more of like a not family, but more of like just a go out and party date date type of a holiday. And then Uh Seol comes around. So we have a big gap in between meeting up with the family again. But um, when it comes to like for us in the U.S. or for anybody who has like a more of like an uh, an English background of whatnot, you get Thanksgiving, we get Christmas and we have all these fun. We have Halloween. There's a lot of things that happen in fall and winter. Halloween's coming up. Yeah. And so did you get a chance to ever maybe like have Thanksgiving Um, for your (laughs) American Thanksgiving? Yeah, American Thanksgiving for your in-laws. I, uh, well, maybe no, no, never, never, really. I have never experienced a traditional Thanksgiving since coming to Korea, and I, I kind of miss it now. Okay, I miss turkey, I miss stuffing, but the one time was when my army friend invited me for army on the base. They have turkey. Yeah, and they stuffing. have they have Thanksgiving dinners on base. But my in laws m- do not know about that. I, really. I've, I've, been a failure as a son of law. No, 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 no. It's, it's <laughs> Korean. Just Korean culture. No, 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 no. No American anything in our house. <laughs> okay, so everything is very Korean in the house. Yes, even 약간 반미 감정도 있어요. Kind of anti-American my house. So I'm the only American. I'm really? kind of the, the loner in the house. Really? And I've become somewhat Koreanized. So uh, on the holidays, I like to talk to my, my family, my brothers, my my dad. What are you eating? What are you doing? So I can get a sense of what the Americans do and what I did growing up. Because I, I do miss that. And they talk about it. Oh, we had turkey and stuffing at grandma's house. Ooh, I gotta go back and have some of that. Well, I, I mean, gotta introduce you... my family to that. Right, my right, right, kids right. To that. Right. Well, I mean, you could do it here. Yeah. I mean, you it's see, it's kind of like difficult here. No, it is true. I mean, I go to my daddy Shijang. They don't have turkey. They have all the stuff for chusuk. Okay, you know what? I need to hook uh, Chris up with some chefs that I know that actually either pre-cook 
or give you like turkeys and stuff like that around Thanksgiving. American Thanksgiving. Yeah, like American style Thanksgiving. I'd be so happy. Okay, Thank you. I think I need to. I think I need to hook Chris up with that because there's actually a few settings that we can have uh, in Korea. Yes, on the U.S. Army base, uh, they do sell those, but I do know some other chefs that actually set that up. Oh. So like you can pay for a dinner. And it's like a certain amount of money or like you can ask him to like just give you the basics so you can cook it like, you know, there's, uh-huh. there's a few things. I'll hook you up. Thank you so much. Um, So you've lived here. You settled down here and everything. Did you find yourself ever like actually coming? I kind of need to get to and I'm going to ask all of our foreign non-Korean, even if you're half Korean or Korean. How did you come to Korea in the first place? Like, um, was there anything special that brought you here? Did you already know about Korea? Did you know nothing about Korea? What was the whole story 10 years ago? Before I came to Korea, I didn't know anything really about Korea. Okay. I had no thought of coming to Korea or even going abroad. Okay. It was completely random, actually. Okay. I met a Korean guy at, I, I transferred to a school in California. Okay. And I met a guy at the gym. Okay. He happened, he was big guy. We spotted each other at the bench press. Okay. He happened to be Korean. Okay. He was nice and we hit it off. Okay. We became roommates. Okay. And he was there just for a year. He was an exchange student uh-huh. from Korea University. Okay. And he said, hey, come over to Korea for a semester abroad. And that's when I first decided, okay, why not? Okay. Just spur of the moment. He's a cool guy. He also made some bop, like he had a bop soot in our house. And he made some Korean like rice dish for me with daenjang and bop. Uh-huh. And I liked that. Okay. It was like nothing I'd ever tried before. Daenjang jjigae is a very different flavor, especially for an American who we don't have that kind of thing there. Uh, yeah, honestly, my dad, he could eat kimchi, but he apparently would fight with my mom about daenjang, which is soybean paste, because uh-huh. that fermented taste, apparently, it's an acquired taste, especially for someone who's not Korean. Yeah, like hongo, like the yeah, fish. Yeah, it is an acquired taste. It's an acquired but taste. But you liked it. I liked it off right off the bat. Nice! Yeah, I love, I was exposed to many different cuisines from uh, from being a little boy because of my dad. He traveled a lot. Okay. So I was very lucky to just be adventurous. Okay. So my friends thought I, I ate the most disgusting things. I would eat anything. Okay. And I said, come on, this is really good. You mm. got to try it. Right. So you're very adventurous with your palate. I'm very adventurous. My palate is, yeah, crazy. Okay. I would eat anything. So anyway, that friend introduced me to Korean food. I liked the guy. And that was my first connection to Korea. I signed up for an exchange program. I wanted to go to Golde, Korea University. Uh-huh. But my university only had a connection with Hyundai. Wow. So I went to Hyundai. And then I took the subway to Golde like every single day to hang out. With him. Have makgeolli. And oh, wow. And yeah, work out. So I called it Goyeonjun and not Yeonggojun. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Even though uh, you went to Hyundai. I was a traitor. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love Hyundai too. Okay. So for those of you who don't understand what that is, there's been a rivalry between those two colleges. Major rivalry. Like since before the times. And depending on where you went to, if you went to, um, cool was your mother's school, then you would say cool Yeonjun, which means like the yearly festival that they had that they would rival yes, against. sports competition. Right, like but basketball. if you are originally from Yon, then you would say <laughs> Yon Gode, yeah. So it, it depends on what you said first. So I went to Yon, but I put Go before <laughs> the Yon. 
which means they hated me, the young people, because I was like the traitor. I went to the go. But the thing is, is you're only going to see those people for like four years of your life anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I was just there for a semester, <laughs> and I put my roots in Go. I've lived next to Korea University. Really? My whole time in Korea since coming back from being an exchange student. Yeah, so you only spent a semester here, and then you went back to the States? I did. I went back to the States. I had to graduate. Oh, right, right, right. College, so I went back, and I graduated, and then I came back to Korea. Yeah, I my life changed. You fell in love with Korea, went back. I was like, okay, I'm going to finish this and then come back. I fell in love with Korea and a particular person, woman in Korea. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a love story. There's a love story there. A love story too. So I promised I would come back after I graduate. And I finished all my classes and graduated on time. It was a miracle. Six months later, I graduated. I didn't even go to my graduation ceremony. I promised that one girl that I'd come back and I did that. My mom thought I was crazy. What are you doing? Like, you're just going to... Yeah, definitely. It's like a whole movie. Yeah, you're just going to leave. You're not going to go to even... They want like a graduation picture. They want their son to have like a little memento or something. No, I'm just going back to Korea to meet a girl. And that's how my life started in Korea. And obviously you're saying this with pride because that person is the same person sitting outside the studio right now, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Actually, she she just gave me the kids, and she's way outside. She's like across the street. Okay, so yeah, she just said, "Hey, Chris, take the kids. I'm gone." Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that it was the same person because I was afraid that he's gonna give us this like gray love story, and then like we're gonna be. We laying. broke up. Yeah. And now I'm just lonely, and I'm still here. No, it, the happy ending. Happy we, ending. We dated for two years, and then we got married. Aww. So. Okay, so more of his love story, the differences in culture while he lived in. Korea and all that and more. If you have any more uh, questions for our insider, please continue to send those in. Now, all about Korea. Arirang Radio. What's great about the holidays is we always get a chance to have a special guest in the studio, but a special guest every Wednesday is what we guarantee on Insider. As this is the last day of the Chuseok holiday, we had to have somebody with a special story. So Chris Johnson is in the studio with us, and he not only settled down, and he was able to give us so far a very interesting perspective from a foreigner side living in Korea with Chuseok and all the literally like the extreme... Uh, Chuseok experience that anybody could experience. Like, you were able to go through all of it. I'm blessed. Right. I had like, the lucky, traditional Korean Chuseok experience. Right. Like, right off the bat. Um, so, I do have a few questions about you as a TV personality. So, for me, living here, I think the first time I ever saw your face was in a commercial. Oh. Um... And I kind of did some research, and I think that your actual kind of, quote, like, debut or, like, your first TV appearance <laughs> was was a commercial. Is that true? Yeah, that was the first thing that people recognized me for Okay, was that commercial. Okay. Because it was played all over. Right. And I, I, I remember going to movie theaters, and it was before the movie. Right. It was in, like, elevators and office buildings. Right. Yeah, that was the first, like, big thing that I was on, I would say. Okay. So I have to, we've kind of come up to college and meeting the love of your life and yes. dating for two years. That girl brought me. So, yeah. So, um. How does somebody go from settling down in Korea because you found the love of your life to starring in a commercial? 
Ah, that's a good question. What happens in between there? How do we connect the dots? Right. (laughs) Those dots, all those dots. How does one get to there? Pretty, to make a long answer short, it's the same as coming to Korea. I had not planned. At all? My coming to Korea. (laughs) I had not planned me meeting a lady and getting married and settling down in Korea. And that lady was Korean. Right. I had no plan at all. I, I I like to make goals, like short-term go- goals mm. for myself, but I don't have a long-term like, oh, I got to do, I got to go this way in life. Right, 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 right. I believe in the sky. The hunter. Uh-huh. The hunter is just taking me. Right. And yeah, it's yeah, fake. Yeah, just like you can take like, you know, like a monthly or a weekly goal to like, I want to get this done by this date, but like you don't think like, okay, 10 years from now, I'm going to be here. Yes, I'm going to be married to a Korean girl and I'm going to be on Korean TV. <laughs> no way. No way. <laughs> It's just what happened. Coincidence. Fate. So were you like, we say this in Korean, like literally cast it off the streets. Can you go to casting? Were you just like literally cast it off the streets to become in, like, in this commercial? Or like how? I was on, that's funny. It was not a street casting. I was on a, a lecture series, a KBS lecture show. Okay. Where I had to memorize like a 30 minute lecture and give it in front of like three, 400 people mm. on a TV show. I was really nervous. And someone's the concept of that lecture, part of it was my life in Korea. Okay. And Chakhan Nampyon. Okay. So I don't know if I'm Chakhe, <laughs> but that was the title of the lecture. Right. And that Tongshinsa, uh-huh. that, how do you say Tongshinsa? Telecommunications mm. company. Right. Looked at that, that lecture and they said, we need a Chakhan Nampyon for this commercial. <laughs> this is perfect. We like the lecture. Let's use him. <laughs> As the main model for the commercial. Right. So I was on this phone, this big phone commercial. I had no idea. They just called me and they said, we're looking for a Chaka Nampyun. I'm, I'm not very nice, but I, I'm not a bad, I'm not a terrible guy. Okay. And that is how the it The image sold. Yeah. The image sold. It, yeah. It was, it was random. I was lucky. And that's what happened. Well, I uh. mean- The fun thing about, I think, just the entertainment world in general. Now, this could be for anybody who is uh, maybe, like, even in the States, in Korea. If you start going viral these days, like, even on social media, you tend to, you know, be asked to do this and that. And a lot of offers come after this. So, obviously, I was seeing your face everywhere. That commercial for that particular uh, service was, like, everywhere. So, I'm guessing that, like, your... TV appearance is probably enhanced after that. Like you, they were asking you to probably be on like panels or to do this and maybe come out with your wife to be on programs. Did these start coming in? Yeah, definitely. That commercial helped. Right. Bringing in more offers. Yeah. So I was asked to appear on different shows, radio, TV, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it. Yeah, so if if you don't enjoy what you're doing, it's hard to keep on doing it. Right. So I was thinking, uh, this was just a coincidence. This mm-hmm. was a an occurrence, a random occurrence in my life. If I don't enjoy it, I'm ready to quit. I don't want to do it. But as long as I enjoy it, I'll keep on going. Okay. And as long as I can be a version of myself, which I was, and I'm not, I I don't want to be untrue to myself. Right. I like to be genuine. Right, 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 so right. So as right. long as I'm a genuine version of myself, of course I can't be completely myself, but it's entertainment. Right, 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 you right. You have to be some kind of version of yourself. Then I'm okay with that. And okay. luckily I've been fortunate and blessed to keep that up until until today. Right. Um. Now I do remember you did a show on Arirang TV with Benji. 
Benji. Do you know Benji? Yeah. Yeah, that was my only experience. That's funny. My only experience at Arirang was that TV show with Benji, who's hilarious and very talented. And we were hosting this competition show together right, in right, English, right. which was like my first English show. And this is my first time here in, in radio. Yeah. So, I mean, I, he was actually telling me this during the song break. He's like, yeah, this is my first time in radio. I was like, wait, what? Arirang Radio is my first time. Right. Like, because I feel that I, because even myself, when uh, I knew that you were coming out today, I was constantly thinking, I've met Chris somewhere. No, have I not? No, wait, I have. No. Have I not? Like, I think a lot of us probably here, because you've been around for so long, like the commercial was quite a long time ago. I think like... Yeah, that was back in 2014. Right, exactly. So I think that a lot of us naturally just assume that you've probably worked here before. Yeah, because usually people in broadcasting, they've yeah. been around the block. Exactly, because... I speak English pretty well. And this your is Korean English, is amazing. An English show. So I, I think like we just assume that you've already been here and like we can't bring you back. But to see that you're here for the first time, this means that this is going to be open up a lot of doors. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. No, I'm, I'm super excited that you're here i was waiting for seven years for an invitation <laughs> well, finally now, got one now you're here okay so chris i need to know uh other than being like a tv personality and you know getting a chance to do a lot of fun stuff on camera uh do you have like a quote day job a, like do you do you have something else on the side that you do for a living on the side i have youtube that that is kind of a day job. There are many hats I wear. So. Okay, well, you have a YouTube channel? I do. Okay, fam, we need to go and subscribe and like and do all the notifications and everything. My wife and I run a, it's like a little business. We run our own YouTube channel. Okay. And it's just us, just the family doing it, but we've been fortunate to to do that and keep doing that and growing it. Okay. Um, I'm a freelancer, so entertainment, there's like YouTube entertainment education. Okay. There are some lectures, like uh, online lectures uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. that I do okay. and people call me to do. Okay. So I'm just fortunate to get love calls from different areas. Okay. And be able to support myself in this area. Okay. Yeah. So to say that you're more of like a TV personality is a hat that you wear most of the time. I would just say I'm Chris. I'm, I'm Chris Johnson. Okay. And I'm lucky to be a freelancer in Korea mm -hmm. working in entertainment education and being a father and and all those those three things. My family life, my life as a father, mm -hmm. my life educating my kids mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and on TV and radio, those all connect with each other. And they can develop fruit from each other, if you know what I mean. Okay, so... They're mutually beneficial. Right, 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 right. Now that we're talking about this, and he keeps bringing up uh, having a family, so I need to ask something, too. So these days in Korea, and I think this is because of COVID, uh, as more and more parents had to deal with teaching their kids at home or from home. Yes. So having, um, you know, like at-home classes or like, you know, online classes and whatnot. They were at home for two weeks at one point. <gasps> it was such a nightmare. Uh, partially kidding, half kidding. Um, but yeah, like in Korea, in even more so, like I feel that the U.S. and Europe, they had their tell of, uh, you know, having like how to raise your kids type of reality TV. But Korea has kind of brought that essence, I think, and it's gone pretty popular in Korea. Yeah. So like, how are you raising your kids seems to be like the big question that everybody's asking. And it's a really popular topic on broadcast as well. Huge. Yes. So I'll be very honest with you. A lot of Korean 
Korean-American friends that I have, they were raised either speaking mostly English in their household and only speaking Korean with their parents or the other way around. And I've noticed that a lot of my Korean-American friends or friends who have dated or or are married to non-Korean speakers, the question of how they're going to raise their kids seems to be one of the biggest clashes in the house. And since you brought up your children, I do... I am very curious. Uh-huh. Is Korean and English spoke in the house, or is it just one dominant language, or how is that kind of working? It's not really working, but <laughs> <laughs> we're looking in the long term. Okay, 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 okay. Day by day, my daughters don't really want to speak English. Okay. <laughs> but our rule in the house is I, since I had kids, we've had kids for several years, uh-huh. I, being a native English speaker, will only speak English to them. And my wife will only speak Korean to them. So that's our basic rule of thumb. Okay. But it doesn't work that it's not balanced because I'm the only American in the family. The whole neighborhood is very Korean. They go to Korean school. Right. Their friends are speaker Korean. Yeah. They don't want to be a loner in their friend group. All their friends are Korean. So that's why they're kind of anti-English, anti-American. Ah, that's, that's, where, the, that's where you brought that up earlier. That's where the banh mi kamjung comes. <laughs> but, but we uh, uh, slowly, especially my youngest, she's starting to speak a little bit of English. Okay. And she has pretty good pronunciation. She's almost native group. Okay. Almost. Okay. Uh, she's like between a Korean and an American, which is natural. And I feel like they will one day... Because I'm exposing them to English, they will be able to speak with no problem. That's my hope. Okay. But yeah, it's a daily struggle. Okay. It's uh, it's not easy. Right. No, because I feel that it wouldn't be easy either. Because uh, me as well, being raised in the U.S. in a Korean home, mm-hmm. uh, my grandparents gave more exposure to my younger cousins than me, um, speaking only Korean in the household. But... The twist on that was the only time Korean was spoke was in the house for them because they were living in the States. Their friends, school, everything else was English. So Uh in the end, they kind of ended up being raised like me, uh, able to understand Korean but not really speak the language Mm -hmm. because they don't really have a reason to. That's the problem with me. I I should have pretended like I don't speak or understand any Korean from the beginning. Right. And then my daughters would be forced to try to speak English to communicate with their dad. Right. But they treat me just like a a Korean kid on the playground. Like, dad, dad, make me food. (laughs) Dad, they just order me around in Korean. Right. And... Yeah, I, I don't know. I It's too late now, but I'm speaking English to them. Okay, so, I mean, yeah, it, I feel that this is something that it's inevitably going to be talked about for everybody now because, like, multicultural families are so common these days. And more and more, yeah. Yeah, and having just bilingual kids is going to be, like, a basic almost. I feel like three, four languages off the top is going to be almost... A gibonijo. Yeah, given no, in each household. No problem, yeah. Definitely. And I think that's a good trend. The more multicultural kids they have around them, the more exposure they have right. to other languages, and the more they feel they feel like it's okay to speak English. Right, in other languages <laughs> as well. In other languages, okay. yeah. Okay. I have some more questions about you know ed- education, and we do have a little bit of a quiz coming up too. So I'm going to dive into that in just a few moments. But if you do have any more questions and messages for our insider, who is Chris Johnson at the moment, continue to send those in. I'm in London. I'm in Australia. Tokyo. The Philippines. Finland. Indonesia. New York. Arirang Radio. Radio. Now live in Seoul.
It's Inside Today. We just listened to you, Daybreak and Sunny Hill on the track with Trotanata Love Actually. And we've got our awesome insider in the studio, which is none other than Chris Johnson with a K. With a K. With a K. Thank you for the lovely introduction again. <laughs> Chris with a K. Chris Johnson. Chris with a K. Hi. Okay, so uh, there's a thing that happens with idols these days. They play a lot of these fun games. And there's a game called the balance game. Uh, yes, this is the most popular. Yes, so you know. It's the one where you have to answer really quickly. And these are really hard to answer. They're hard to answer? Yeah, so it's like the least... Of the worst okay. that you have to choose. Both are goran hande. Yeah, both okay. are just like, oh. Oh my gosh. Ew. They put me between a rock and a hard place. Now, since you you are a foodie, this is going to be like the worst ever for all foodies out there. Oh, okay. So you have a choice to drink. N- lost all of its carbonation and it's warm soda. So warm, lost all of its carbonation soda. Yeah, so that, completely flat. I don't like soda anyway. Or papingsu, that literally has just told completely become mush and it's warm. Papingsu. Pa- okay. That's easy. <laughs> that was I easy. don't even drink soda. Okay, so you're not a soda person. So you'd rather have a pingsu that is all melted and everything. Sure. I, I mix it up in like a soup. I'm fine. <laughs> okay, so this is um, EU for both. So to have kimchi and strawberry juice. Kimchi with strawberry juice? Yeah, so kimchi strawberry juice. Oh. Or to have kimchi made with mint and chocolate. Is there actually a kimchi strawberry juice? <laughs> you never know. There might be a cocktail that has this. Uh, well, the second one was? Kimchi made with mint and chocolate. Oh. Three, two, one. How can you make kimchi with mint and chocolate? <laughs> you mean like melted on top? I don't know. I'm, uh, number one, strawberry, strawberry kimchi juice. Okay. That sounds good. Okay. I feel that there's probably some type of cocktail out there that's very similar to this. If not, we can make one. Okay. Dipping hue into ketchup <laughs> or dipping chips or fries into samjang. Three. Number two. two. Duh. Yeah, number two is actually pretty good. Fries and samjang? That's so <laughs> actually good. Actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Oh, 맛있어요. <laughs> 맛있어요. Yeah. Okay. Eating rice that has been mixed with peanut butter or eating rice that has been mixed with chocolate. Number two. Number two. Rice chocolate snacks are good. Yeah. My I kids mean, like that. Uh, I think that both of these, if you just think of it as rice pudding, they're both would be actually pretty good. Yeah. Okay. So okay. you have to choose either never eat ramyeon for the rest of your life again. Not even one. What? One. One no particular ramen? bite. One bite. Or never eat chicken for the rest of your life. Uh, no ramyeon. <laughs> How can I pogi chicken? <laughs> Wait, Chris is more Korean than I don't think any of it, anybody I've ever met. <laughs> Chicken? Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. I mean, it's hard to pogi ramen. Right. Because you, I like camping. You have it the next morning. Right. With it's the, the leftover samgyeopsal. Yes. It's so good. But <laughs> chicken. No way. I cannot. Especially po- living in Korea. Like, that's something you can never give up. I love chimek. I love just chi. I love chi with many things. <laughs> I like fried more than yangnyam. My favorite, you get tong. You like yet tong? Uh-huh. Yennal tongdak. Yes. Is cheap, affordable, and good. So I, I go between yet tong and another 
chain, which is good, near my house. Okay. And we go back and forth. I never get sick of chicken. Right. Yeah. I cannot yeah. live without chicken. There we go. Was that the last question? Nope. We have one more. Oh, okay. That one, one was easy. So this easy. This one is not a balance game, but this is going to be one of the hardest questions to answer today. Is it about love? No. Okay. You have to choose your favorite Korean food. One food? Just one. Okay. Like this one ranks out of everything else. Just one single food? This is the hardest question I'm going to ask you all day because this is the worst question to ask any foodie. Okay. I love all foods. I'm a foodie. I'm a gourmet. I'm going to answer with one of the first foods I was amazed and impressed with when I first came to Korea in the hot summer. Really hot, sweaty, humid summer. It was kongguksu. Kongguksu, the bean with the cold... Soybean, cold noodles. With the sorite, the black beans, cold. There was a place right near my little place I was staying that made kongguksu only during the summer. And it was so sad when fall came. Right. They stopped. They They don't make it anymore. Yeah, I had to find another place. But I was impressed with that. Okay, honestly, me living in Korea for so long, a lot, like even my staff members, it's like, oh yeah, Isaac is a foreigner. Sitting with Chris and across from you this entire interview, you're way more Korean than I am. Really? <laughs> We're speaking in English. Yeah, no, but you're like just you're, the way that the food that you like, the way that you think, uh, what you say first, like everything is so yeah. more Korean than I am. <laughs> I'm like, ban ban. Yeah. Right, no, yeah. 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 I feel that, it, but this is the beauty of being a foreigner in Korea. Like, we suck up Korean culture so much easier than I think like a Korean American would. Because, like, some of it is just like, oh, yeah, you grew up with it. But, like, as a foreigner, everything mm-hmm. is so new to you. It depends on your mindset, but right. yes. It's like you get a chance to absorb it a lot better. If you have an open mind and you love culture, love language, love new foods, it is just a blast. I love, yeah, I love doing that. It looks like that Chris has come to be just like everybody else. Korea is known as a black hole. It sucks you in and he's living proof. Uh, that's a, not a very nice way to put it but it's good because it just makes you stay here because you fall in love with Korea so much Chris okay. you okay. brought us to the end of the show already we already have to say already. bye bye oh, yeah but before we go I do want to give you some time to promote your YouTube channel or anything else that you have that you would like to give a shout out to our listeners to show love to so. oh just give a shout out to my kids out there in the hallway uh, hello yeah <laughs> <laughs> Listen to your dad. And thank you so much, Arirang, for having me on. It was fun. Happy Chuseok, everybody. Thank you, Isak. It was a blast. Uh, Chris Ishu, by the way, if uh-huh. you want to check out my YouTube, okay. is my YouTube. Chris Ishu in English or Chris Ishu in Korean. It, it works both ways. It goes both ways. Chris with a K. And thank you so much. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. Of course, you are bringing our Chuseok to a great end. So thank you for joining us, and hopefully I'll see you back in the studio sometime soon. I would love to see you again. All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Did you enjoy today's interview? I hope you did. If you want to catch us live, don't forget to catch us live every Wednesday from 1 to 2 p.m. Korea Standard Time. And we are always waiting for your questions, too, so don't miss out. If you missed the live broadcast, you can always go back and check out our VOD service and our AOD service through our homepage or our application that is free. Don't miss out on power interviews with yours truly, DJ Isaac, everyone. Thanks.